Welcome, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for watching our broadcast today. And I pray as you watch, God is going to take your faith to another level. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you will listen closely to what I'm going to be sharing with you, the Bible promises that your faith will increase. Your faith is going to grow. And praise God, when your faith is increasing and your faith is growing, then praise God, you can expect to have victory over everything Satan throws your way. I'm going to be sharing with you again today the prophetic word the Lord has given me. In 2021, it will be a year of abundant overflow. Now, I want to read to you once again from Deuteronomy chapter 28, where it says in verse 11 from the King James, and the Lord shall make you plenteous in goods. The Amplified reads this way, the Lord will make you have a surplus of prosperity. That's really the definition of abundant overflow. God wants you to have more than enough, not just enough to meet your own needs, but more than enough so that you can get involved in the needs of others, so that you can get involved in helping your church expand. You can get involved in helping missionaries fulfill their call around the world. So God wants you to experience abundant overflow. Now, Psalm 115 and verse 12 says, the Lord shall increase you more and more. I like to say, you haven't seen all the increase that God has in store for you. You haven't seen it all yet. God has more in store. And I want you to begin to expect it to come to pass this year. Amen. Don't go around saying, well, I know that works for Jerry Savelle. Yes, it does. Thank you for agreeing with me. But it can work for you as well. God is no respecter of persons. So watch now as I take you into our church service where I was sharing this message. It's going to be powerful and it's going to inspire your faith. Amen. Years ago, the first time I went to Wales, the nation of Wales, I, uh, I had studied quite extensively the life of Evan Roberts and the great Welsh revival that broke out during his ministry. And I remember him saying in a book, or it was written that he said in the book that I was reading, that he went into a little chapel and he said, God, I'm not leaving this place until you move upon my nation. And he prayed and he sought God and God answered him. And there was a major move of God that took place in that nation. Later, when I went there for the first time, when I arrived, uh, I didn't start my meetings until the following evening. So I had that day and most of the next day uh, free. And so my driver uh, asked me if there was anything I'd like to do. I said, I want you to take me to the chapel where Evan Roberts prayed for revival. So he took me there. And I sit in the little chapel. I don't know that it was the very bench that he sat on, but somebody said it was. I sat there. And I just prayed in the spirit for quite some time. And then I asked him, show me the city that this broke out in. So we drove around the community and I was amazed at the number of churches that were there. 
Now, many of them were boarded up. Many of them were, were, were just barely standing. And so then I got out of the automobile and I started walking around the town and asking people, can you tell me anything about the Welsh revival? And I was surprised that most people I asked didn't know anything about it. I said, you don't know anything about the Welsh revival? No. You mean your parents or your grandparents never told you anything about it? No. I said, it affected the whole nation. As I understand, the pubs were shut down. The houses of prostitution were shut down. There was such a move of God, sin was not on the people's minds. Amen. Amen. And we pulled up in front of one church, a wood frame church, a little small church, and I noticed an elderly couple. They were elderly then, they're not so elderly now, because <laughs> they were my age now. But anyway, an elderly couple were out front and they, were, they, they had a sickle and they were mowing the grass with a sickle around the building. And so I, I asked to get out of the car and I walked up to him and I said, sir, ma'am, can you tell me anything about the Welsh revival? Boy, they lit up. Oh, you could see it all over them. They said, oh yes, our parents were close friends of Evan Roberts and said, in fact, I have one of Evan Roberts' Bibles in my home where he wrote a note to my family, my parents. He said, would you like to see it? I said, yes, I would. And so they took me to their home and we had tea and scones <laughs> and we talked about the Welsh revival. And the more they talked about it, the brighter their faces got. They were so excited that somebody was interested. I said, well, folks, you may not live to see it, but there's another one coming that'll be even greater than this. Amen. Amen. And then the next day, I asked them to take me to Reese Howell's Bible School. Reese Howell's was a great intercessor. Uh, one of my favorite books, one of the first books I read after I came to the Lord in 1969 was entitled Reese Howell's Intercessor. It was captivating. And I thought if I ever get to go to Wells, I want to go to Reese Howell's Bible School, Bible College. So they took me there. Now the college was shut down. The campus is still there. And uh, some of the people who went to that Bible college. Now, they were elderly. They were still living on the campus, taking care of the grounds. And so uh, one person I spoke to, they said, oh, uh, Brother Howes was an amazing man. He heard from God every day. In fact, during World War II, God would show him and tell him where the German soldiers were about to invade. And he had connections into the British military and he would tell them so that they could uh, uh, prevent them from uh, storming that area. God would show him things in the spirit because he was a great intercessor. He spent 
most of his time on his face in the floor before God. They told me that his son Samuel was still living. They said, but he doesn't get out much. He just stays up in his room. He doesn't get out much. We take care of him. We bring him food. Uh, he doesn't get out much. And they said, would you like to walk around the campus? I said, sure. So we walked around the campus. They took me into the cafeteria. There were some ladies there that had been students in that school back in the day. And they were preparing sandwiches and tea. They invited me to join them, have some sandwiches and some tea. And they talked about the Welsh revival. Oh, it was exciting. And then one came to me and said, uh, Samuel heard you were here and he'd like for you to come see him. I said, Samuel knows who I am? They said, apparently so. When we said, Jerry Savelle is here, he asked to see you. And so they took me to his house, the same house that he grew up in. He came downstairs and he said, come, let's go into father's office. And so he took me into Reese Howe's office. He said, sit behind father's desk. I sat behind father's desk. He said, look at father's Bible. I looked at father's Bible. He said, look at father's notes. I looked at father's notes. I wish I'd have had a camera. I'd have taken a picture of them all. <laughs> This was before, you know, cell phone cameras. And it was just amazing. And, and he was so, he, he just lit up when somebody was interested in the move of God that had taken place there. He said, not many people come here and ask me about that. You're the rare one. Well, I wanted to know so I'd get some kind of idea of what's in store for us but it's going to be bigger than that. It's going to be greater than that. Hallelujah. And you and I are going to be responsible for financing it. Now, if you think, you know, building a church is something, wait till God holds you responsible for financing this great move of God all over the world. That means you're going to have to be blessed. You're going to have to experience abundant overflow. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive it. Praise Lord, God. Receive it. Amen. 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 Now, a lot of people have the mistaken idea that when we talk about prosperity and we talk about, uh, you know, being blessed financially, they think that we're materialistic in our thinking. That's, that's not what we're talking about. Even though God's not a against us having things. He's not against us being financially well off. Amen. But you got to keep it all in his proper perspective. Yeah. Amen. Amen. God wants you to be a vessel. He wants you so blessed that you have more than enough to take care of you and your family. And you have plenty left over to take care of other families. But his main reason for blessing you and causing you to have abundant overflow is so that you can be involved in this great next move of God. Hallelujah. And folks, we're not talking about centuries away. We're talking about days and months away. Hallelujah. It's on us. 
I don't know about you, but every time I turn on the news, which I don't watch very often, and I see everything that's happening in our nation and around the world, the first thought that comes to me is this. Where sin abounds, grace does much more. God will never allow Satan to have the final say. Amen. Read the back of the book. We win. Amen. We win. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 8 from the New English translation says this, and God is able to make all grace overflow to you so that because you have enough of everything in every way at all times, you will overflow in every good work. Now notice the overflow is coming to you so you can overflow in every good work. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Overflow is coming to us so that we can overflow in every good work. How many of you have ever had a desire to, to, to build the next wing on the church or ever desire to, to uh, uh, finance the next revival, the next missions trip, and you just weren't able to do it? You know, our number one prayer today should be not God bless me. Our number one prayer should be God, give me seed for sowing. Yes. Give me seed for sowing. Yes. Well, if you have seed for sowing, then that means you're blessed. Yes. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, I'll bless you and you'll be a blessing. Yes. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm praying right now praying. for more seed for sowing. I expect overflow to come to me so I can overflow in every good work. Amen. You're going to be able to sow like you've always wanted to sow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I, I, I get in places and I, I hear pastors and congregations talking about you know, we're believing to pay this building off. My first thought is, God, bless me to the point that I have more than enough to pay their mortgage off for them. That's just the way I think. And Carol and I and the ministry have been able to do it several times. You know, one church I was in, they asked me to come and do their 20-year anniversary. And just before they turned it over to me, the pastor had everybody in the congregation to stand up and say, this year, before the end of this year, our sanctuary will be paid off. And boy, when he said that, I just jumped on the inside. And you know, it happened, it, it manifested on the outside too. I just jumped. My pilot was sitting next to me and he said, did God say something to you? I said, yes, he did. I said, just wait. He wanted to know what it was. I said, just wait. They turned the service over to me and I said, uh, Pastor, you said earlier that you thank God for sending me to your church. You've been believing for me to come for quite some time uh, and I'm an answer to your prayer. I said, well, sir, I just want you to know you're an answer to my prayer. He said, well, how is that? I said, well, 
I've been praying that God will send me to a place soon where I can pay the mortgage off for people that are believing that the mortgage will be paid off this year. And I'm in the right place. What do you owe? He told me what they owed. I said, you'll have a check in the mail this week. Praise God. That was so much fun. Amen. I said, that was so much fun. See, I got in the overflow so I could overflow in every good work. Amen. Amen. And it wasn't too long down the road that I was able to do it a second time to another church. Now that'll get you a lot of invitations. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and I don't like being conned. You know, I'm, I'm a giver, but I don't like being conned. Okay. I like, like the, the guy <laughs> uh, wanted to go out and see my airplane before I took off. And uh, so I said, sure, you can come out to the airport and watch us take off. So he walked up to my airplane and laid his hands on it. He said, Lord, I received this airplane. <laughs> I said, you what? He said, I received this airplane. I said, well, God hadn't told me to give it. He said, well, he will, and you now know who it belongs to. I said, well, I'll promise you this. When God tells me to give it, I will give it to whomever it belongs to. But I'm not sure it's you. And come to find out, it wasn't. <laughs> I did give it, but it wasn't to him. I don't like being conned. Amen. So God wants us to experience abundant overflow. God is giving us abundant overflow, not just so we can store it up, but so that we can use it to bless humanity and use it to go toward the work of the Lord. And I'm encouraging you to start decreeing right now. We've already done so, but keep decreeing it. God is making me a vessel and he'll use me as a distributor of finances in this next great move of God. I want you to write that down. God is making me a vessel and he'll use me as a distributor of finances for this great and mighty move of God. As we enter into 2021, we need to realize that it's not a time to draw back. It's not a time to become lethargic. It's a time to draw closer to God. And as you do, then you'll have no need to be fearful, nor will you need to worry about what's happening in the nation right now. It will not come nigh you. It'll be a time of excitement, a time of great hope, and a time of unparalleled blessings. It's a time to shine his lights and to demonstrate to the world that there's no God like our God. If there was ever a time to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, it's right now. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28, 29 from the message translation says, do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship, deeply reverent before God. 
Do you see what we have? An unshakable kingdom. Everything else is shaking. Everything that can be shaken is being shaken. But we have an unshakable kingdom. Can you say amen? amen? Even though we're living in a time of unprecedented chaos, there's, this is, that is intensifying every day. We are also living in a time of unprecedented favor and blessing. It's abundant overflow time. Can you say amen? amen. It's abundant overflow time. Now, I want to encourage you, don't allow anyone to lead you astray. I hear a lot of prophecies going on today. Some good, some wonderful, some powerful, some positive, some negative. I always like to say, it just depends on what camp you're in. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some negative things about to happen. There's some terrible things about to happen. But God is telling us that if we will draw close to him, he will draw close to us. And it will not befall us. Amen. Jesus said, talking about the end, when his disciples asked him, show us signs of the end. He talked about all kinds of negative things that would be taking place. Right in the middle of it, he says, but see that you be not troubled. So that tells me that we can live in a world that is full of trouble and yet not be troubled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We live in a world that is full of trouble, trouble on every side, yet we can live and not be troubled. Live in the same world where others are virtually pulling their hair out because they don't know what to do and where to turn. And we at the same time can have joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what I choose to do. Amen. Amen. How about you? I choose to be full of joy. I choose to walk in his presence. I choose to stay close to him and I choose to be his vessel. Hallelujah. Some Christians still doubt that God wants his people to live in abundant overflow. Others aren't sure that it's really for them. But the truth is, if he'll do it for any member of his family, then he'll do it for every member. Amen. 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 Be it unto thee as thou hast believed. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12 says, Now you have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Notice he wants us to know what has been freely given to us by God. To know means to become fully aware. It means to be uh, acquainted with. And furthermore, it means to accept it. Jesus once declared God's word is truth. He also declared, and you'll know the truth 
and the truth shall make you free. So that's why we need to stay close to the truth. Amen. Don't let CNN form your opinions. Don't let CNN dictate your future nor your destiny. Amen. God has it all under control. Amen. God never intended for you and I to just barely get by. Why would the God of abundance want all of his people to just barely get by? Amen. He wants us to experience abundant overflow. Why would the God of abundance want his children to live in want and lack? He doesn't. And to accept it is to forfeit his best for your life. Today's special offer, the Abundant Overflow Package, contains Jerry Savelle's brand new three-part CD series, 2021, Year of Abundant Overflow, and his insightful book, Why God Wants You to Prosper. In this package, Jerry shares step-by-step God's purpose for financial blessing, a roadmap out of financial bondage, a clear understanding of biblical prosperity, and keys to walking in that prosperity. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time for you to tap into all that God has planned for you? Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Abundant Overflow Special Package. Don't allow Satan or anyone else to steal this truth from you. Settle it once and for all and begin to walk in the abundance God destined for you. Thank you again for joining me today. I want to ask you a question. Are you a tither? Are you one who gives God 10% of your income or even more? You know, I learned many, many years ago that tithing opens the windows of heaven and God will pour out blessings more than you can contain. And that means overflow, abundant overflow. I want to read to you from Malachi chapter 3, verse 10 from the message translation. Test me in this and see if I won't open heaven itself to you and pour out blessings beyond your wildest dreams. How would you like to have blessings beyond your wildest dreams? And then another translation says it this way. I will throw open the floodgates and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. That's abundant overflow. You know, I hear people say, well, you know, tithing was under the Old Testament. Well, tithing is still a part of New Testament church, praise God. And if you haven't been tithing, I want to encourage you to prayerfully consider doing it because you're being robbed of a blessing if you don't. I'm telling you, I began tithing the moment I found out, 1969, when I found out what Malachi chapter 3 said, I started tithing and I have not stopped tithing all these years. And I'm, I'm in my 52nd year of serving the Lord and preaching the gospel. And I'm telling you, God has opened the floodgates. He wants you to experience abundant overflow. And this is the one of ways, one of the ways rather that you can get in position to receive it. Now, if you'd like to continue your study on this theme, 2021, the year of abundant overflow, I have put together for you three powerful CDs on this subject. And then also my book on why God wants you to prosper. This is a powerful uh, resource package and I want to encourage you order this right away. I'm telling you, it's life-changing. So I'm expecting to hear from you. 
And I want to thank you once again for watching the broadcast. I pray in Jesus' name that 2021 will be your year for abundant overflow. I'll see you again next week.